Welcome to episode 222 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. And you guys did it. Not only did you scare Cody off by voting for worried Pac-Man, but now you scared Phil off. So we had to reach into the dark corners of CGM and we pulled out Jed Whitaker. Uh Oh, here I am. Hello, Jed. It's your favorite. The guy who didn't give Overwatch a 10. Yeah. (laughs) People either love or they hate you. Yeah. But I saw someone apologize to you in the comments section the other day. I was like, oh my god, someone's apologizing for something they said. Yeah, it was probably it was probably another member of CGM just like, you know, on their <laughs> alternate account. And they're it like, was, it was Cody in his, uh, yeah, in his alt account, I'm sure. Cody's up to no good. And we have Brendan. Hello there. So, that's our crew this week. No Phil, no Cody. Stop voting for Worried Pac-Man if you want Cody to come back. I kind of want Worried Pac-Man Cody to be back. just there forever. He'll never come back, Ben. And then I'm going to be stuck hosting for the rest of my life. You're the host with the most. Thank you. The mostest. You're way better than Cody. I'll just say that because you'll never hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll listen. I know Phil listens when we're not here. Just make sure we don't badmouth him. <laughs> so, well, I will then take the next five minutes to badmouth Phil just because he's not here. That's mm-hmm. right, Phil. Couldn't figure out the TTC system because there wasn't a shuttle bus. Ooh. That's why he's not here. Okay, should we get into news? Yes, game news. Should we start with the Oculus stuff? It's always Oculus stuff. Boo. I know. So, the... I wonder uh, what side Jed's on. Yeah. Uh, so, Oculus Connect is happening right now, and uh, they announced the price for the um, touch controllers, correct, Jed? Yeah, $199. And uh, if you want to do a room scale, $80 for an extra base, which puts it... At eight hundred and eighty dollars total, oh, which is eighty dollars more than the Vive. So, and that's just for the Oculus. Then you have to have a rig that it can actually use it, right? And the Oculus requirements are higher than the Vive requirements, correct? Uh, I'm not sure as far as specs. I feel like that's probably true, but only because most of the Vive's games are like garbage. Like, <laughs> not all of them. I mean, there's some good ones, but there's just a lot of like typical shovelware. Typical Steam trash, yeah, yeah. shovelware. Um, also, it seems like the um, the way it works is the Oculus store will or the Oculus system will actually say be stricter on the requirements because it is a higher need for certain specs. So, like I know AMD CPUs don't do very well with the Oculus, but they do fine with the the uh, the Vive and AMD video cards don't do great don't, with the Oculus. Don't you want your Facebook in 4K? Yeah. Is that what you need to see baby pictures in 4K? Right. I yeah. need to see them in 4K. Exactly. Yeah. As far as this uh, controllers go, though, I don't know if you guys have ever got to use them. I've used them a couple you of times. You saw me use one. Oh, yeah. You were in the room with me. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember much of this E3. But anyways, like those controllers, super comfortable. Like I love yeah. those controllers, but $200 eh, when I already have a Vive and it's just like... Like, I was, like, the biggest champion of VR. And then, like, within the last two months, I'm just so lukewarm on the whole thing. Like, it's just so much... It's so inconvenient to have to, like, put on a headset and, like, make sure it fits. And then make sure you get your controllers on, whatever controller you're using. And it's just, like, a lot of hoops to jump through to get to the actual gameplay. Do you think that consumers are going to feel that way, too? And this is going to die out? Well, I mean, if you're looking at the sales of the Oculus and the Vive, they're not breaking down any barriers right now. Because, like, I'm really excited for PSVR, and I don't want PS to give up on it in six months. Right, and here's here's the other thing that a lot of people don't talk about. HTC as a company is not doing well. No, it's kind of on fire. Right. 
So even though the Vive is outselling the Oculus, that doesn't mean it's going to be around. <laughs> and well, I mean, it, it might be a bit safer now that uh, Google is teaming up with them for their Google phone or the Pixel phone. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to help them a lot. I didn't. I didn't even hear that. So that's cool. But uh, yeah, the um, Pixel, the new one they announced as of yes yesterday Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. I've lost track of time. Um, that one is being made by HTC, so that will help HTC's overall financials, hopefully. Meanwhile, Oculus Rift is teaming up with donating to Trump. <laughs> so See, that's good. PlayStation is the best way to go. They don't donate to Trump. They don't have to team up with Google to stay alive. I'll, I'll, I'll give this the, the PSVR. The times I've used it, it's way more comfortable than the other headsets. But it also but, feels cheaper, but it is cheaper, so maybe that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of interested in what we think of PlayStation VR and its chances because we do have the giant bomb guys were having a lot of problems with the um, tracking and a Eurogamer had problems and Kotaku was having problems as well. Do we think that there are problems with the, uh, the uh, PSVR? Or? I'm sure. When I played Batman, I had problems getting things to register correctly. Okay. because He says it was because it was fit for him and not me, but... I mean, when you look up and you're trying to shoot above you, the height doesn't really make a difference. No. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i only experienced it a few times, and I found a few tracking issues. Like, it would get a little um, jittery when I was, like, looking straight and not moving. It w- did notice a bit of jitter, but. Did that make you sick? I'm sure if I played it for more than 10 minutes, mm-hmm. yes. But I only played a 10-minute demo, and it didn't really disturb gameplay. It just wasn't the smoothest demo. But I was assured that was just because it was pre-release hardware. Uh, but now that these reviewers are playing it on final hardware and they're experiencing this, that's a little disconcerting. But it seems like it also might be a select issue with certain units of the device. So it isn't widespread, at least not from what I'm hearing. Right well, now. It's like Could, gambling. You roll the dice, see if you get a good one or not. Yeah, basically. Could just be certain games or software, too, because the, uh, the couple of demos I've done have been pretty solid on it, surprisingly. Mm. I mean, they all, all the uh, games are kind of like graphically not impressive, but they kind of That's have true. to be because of, you know, the VR tech. Yeah. But well, I think, I think that's going to be the biggest barrier right now is what is the killer app? Because Oculus doesn't have one. Vive doesn't really have one. The, what does PSVR have? I mean, the best game I've played on it is probably the Battlezone game. Which I like Battlezone. They have Worlds. Uh, Res. Res is neat. But I don't think mm-hmm. Res you need VR for. It's just kind of a cool way to play it. I'm going to say something really controversial. I think Res is super overrated. I just used to have a Dreamcast. So it's something I kind of enjoy. That's all I, I got. I, I love Dreamcast. And I, I, I like Res. But people will just act like it's like God's gift to like gaming. And it's just like, eh, it's all right. It's fine. It reminds me of like... You know, Star Trek on or Star Fox on drugs. Only I'd rather play Star Fox on drugs. Mm. So, right. I haven't tried Res, so I can't speak on the matter. But yeah, so that's the VR space right now. It's kind of in flux. We'll know more soon, though. Yeah, we will be. Our review of Vive will be coming. So not Vive. Our review of PSVR will be coming out next week, and we'll give our opinion on the overall viewpoint of PSVR. As of right now, it is a review in progress, so we'll stay tuned. Games, so we'll see how those yeah. hold up. We'll have a better look at the games. I and mean, the Move controller is back, so how could it be bad? Yeah, those... <laughs> I, I find it funny that they're still the same hardware that was before, so it still has the uh, mini USB rather than the micro USB. It's, hey, I'm just happy that they're reusing some peripherals that they kind of let die again. This gives us hope for the Wonder Book. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Yes, the Wonder Book's going to come back and the Vita. (laughs) 
Yeah, you never know, right? But another thing I'm hearing about the PSVR, which I'm finding a little odd, is apparently people are saying the new camera that come that they get with the PSVR is less good than the camera original? you, the original PS camera that it came out. Really? This could maybe the dock down the price. I don't know. But people are saying it's less uh, accurate. Oh. Hmm. That's yeah, cause you could play like with the PS3. You could play uh, the card game pretty accurately. Yeah. Whatever it, the heck that card game is called. Yeah. Um, I have judgment. judgment. Yeah. That yes. was not a good game. No, I, I still it, own it. It was really accurate with the camera. So yeah. I'm kind of surprised that that wouldn't. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next news story. Moving on. Um, Wasteland Three has already surpassed its funding goals on Fig. Good, bad? Is everyone ambivalent towards this? I think we should explain what fig is because... Okay. It's, a, is fr- a, it's a fruit. Yeah, exactly. Fig, yeah. fig is an odd platform because it's a kind of like Kickstarter, but it has one thing at a time. You can choose to invest in the game as an actual investor rather than just a backer. You probably will never see profit from this investment, and you basically should just be like, "I want to give a thousand dollars to this game, and I should never expect money back from it." Because yeah, the way it sets up shell corporations and such and so forth, you probably will never make money on this. So it's not a way to actually make money, but it's a neat it thing. Gives people an option to try, I guess. I guess to maybe hope one day that one of the things they invest in will give back. Yeah. Um, but why would people pick Fig over Kickstarter? What's the draw? Uh, it's way it's, cooler sounding and way more hip. Yeah, yeah. Fig. I I think it's just a different platform. You can, they take I think a l- little less of the actual profit. Okay. Um, I don't know. Also, um, there's just so many. Is it Chris Fargo that's working on this one? Or crowdfunding. One second here. Uh, Too many crowdfunding sites. Or yeah, I have a suggestion. If anyone wants to make money uh, by investing, do it in the stock market. Yeah. Yeah, probably don't, a better way. Don't do it on a video game website. But, you know, you think, hey, I like video games. This is like a video game. It's on my computer screen. I'll just invest. Just buy Nintendo stock as soon as they announce the NX when it, their stock plummets like everything else. Like it always does when they announce something new. Brian Fargo. Brian Fargo's in charge of this um, Wasteland project or in exile entertainment. It should also be noted that Chris or uh, Brian Fargo has some investment in the Fig platform. So there's oh, a, that's why they picked Fig. Yeah. Now we know why. So that's neat. Um, anyone excited by that? Upset by that? I'll be honest. I haven't played the Wasteland games. Really? Me, me either. Is yeah. it a PC? I'm not a PC person. They're the console. They, okay. They're kind of the precursor to Fallout. So they have the same kind of universe as I Fallout. I haven't played Fallout either because I don't like RPGs. Okay. Or anything like I've, that. I've heard they're good games, but I've never they're played fine. them. They're fine. Uh, okay, let's moving on to... Did we talk about Twitch Prime at all last week? I don't think so. Okay, Twitch Prime. Wait, did we... I don't, I don't know. We'll talk about it again because we have Jed. Jed probably uses Twitch. I do use Twitch. Yeah, there you go. Go follow Jed on what Twitch. You, so Twitch Prime is basically, if you're subscribed to Amazon Prime, you now get Twitch Prime as well. Yeah, I think we kind of talked about this and I was like, what the heck is Twitch Prime? No, What's we don't think we did because, eh, what matter? Who cares? Either way, um, yeah, Twitch Prime. Jed, your views on Twitch Prime. My views, it's great. Uh, I get to beg everyone to give me their free subscription that they get with Twitch Prime. So I can get that uh, extra Skrilla a month, of which amount I can't reveal, but I'll give you a clue. It's not a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, Twitch, Twitch Prime is great. I mean, Amazon Prime right now is just rocking it. It's such a good and value. It's a great value for the price. And they just, they just announced, I don't know if you guys saw, this is kind of partially related. They announced uh, Prime Reading. So there's going to be a bunch of books that you can just like take out and That's read awesome. on top I of that. 
that applies to Canada because we don't get as much as you guys do. That's why I just have an American account. USA. USA. Okay. Um, so do, <laughs> do we think it's going to move the needle on Twitch at all? No. Yeah, I don't think it's going to change a whole lot. I mean, people are people, Right now, the only thing that I've seen come from it is people begging other people for their uh, codes for a Hearthstone, the Hearthstone character you get right now. That's useful. Okay. That, that's sense. useful. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about the Ubisoft averted takeover from Vivendi? No. Boring. Really? Boring. Yeah. Next. Okay. <laughs> you guys are... We've talked about it so much in the past because they've been they've been at it for how many months now? Months. Slowly trying to take over Ubisoft. Okay. You know um, what Ubisoft should do? They should just uh, make more rabbits games so they can make more money, and yeah. then yeah. they can just buy their own self again. You know what? I bought and played every one of those rabbits games. Did you play the Connect one? Because I, that, that was, was a the mistake. Only one I didn't play it because I'm not a huge Xbox person. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically uh, Dragon's Lair with rabbits <laughs> with some mini games thrown in. That sounds useless. That's, yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound fun. The mini games on the Wii were fun. Yeah, I think they should sue uh, Minions because really, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing, one hundred percent. Okay, shall we move over to the Gears of War movie's been announced? I'm not surprised. I'm kind of surprised it took them this long. Why haven't we gotten like Halo? Hollywood blockbuster movie yet. They've tried. Spielberg's, Spielberg's supposedly still working on the TV show that we've heard nothing yeah. of other than announcement. I don't think that's ever happening. We'll see that never. So what do we think? Gears of War movie good? Yes? No? Okay, so <laughs> look at the history of video game movies. Do exactly. This is going to be the one to fix To that? be fair, it's just a bunch of burly dudes looking angry and a bunch of alien things whoa, that whoa, are... Whoa. Okay. There's way more to Gears than that. <laughs> that's that's like a lot of people view Gears that way as like broy and stuff. And like, to be fair, I, I'm being is? sarcastic. Well, yeah, I'm, be, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I okay. do believe there's actually a good mythos to Gears. The first few Gear games actually would be make actually good movies. It'd make a good trilogy of movies that I think people would actually enjoy you watching. No, no, no. It would make one good movie. Don't don't turn this into a trilogy. <laughs> but don't try to cram it too full. It's not like Gears lore is all that deep but they said that hitman was going to make a good movie and how many times have they tried with that there's no story Two in hitman three. you could still probably turn it into a good movie yeah, i mean assassin killing people that sounds fun assassin's yeah. creed later this year oh yeah that's gonna go well i don't uh there's an assassin's creed coloring book you know yeah i know Hot. i'm not really assassin's creed for everything so do we think it's going to be interesting yes no universal developing it so the same people yeah, that the do. only way it will be interesting is if they finally do what no other movie's done and be like hey here's the story of the game as a movie only expanded <laughs> instead of yeah. being like you know what yoshi is a dinosaur now that bites people <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wanted them to go the Doom route and get rid of all demons and make it now it's just people's hate and malice that are now demons. No, I, I just I don't think it's going <laughs> to And The Rock well. is just angry for okay, no reason. Okay, is The Rock in it? Cause that... In Doom, yes. Not, no, no, he's I mean, to be fair. They should put him in Gears. Oh, uh, He should play Coltrane. Perfect. There you go. They're about the same size. Isn't he right? franchise Viagra? Is that how he refers himself yeah. on Saturday Night? He's, yes. like, he's like the highest paid uh, actor right now. That's it's insane to me. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I can get behind that. I love The Rock. He's solid. Okay. Uh, okay. We um, should have Jed on more often. Let's see here. I'm trying to think of any other news. Uh, Jed, do you know any news that I might have been missing? Uh, 
let's see. Let me, let, me, kind of a light week. let me check my notes. Oh, there was some stuff that came out uh, earlier today that Mafia 3 is locked to 30 frames per second on PC until a patch comes out. So that's, that's fun. kind of weird. Did they say when the patch is coming out? I don't think. Let me see. Well, have fun with that, PC players. Yeah, it's it's especially worrying considering they're like no early review copies and it's a yeah, single you know player game. I mean, fair, do, we do we do have a code right now. Do you? Yeah, but it, yeah, we've got. It come out on like a couple dates. It comes tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out the, today. So yeah. that's not an early. Yeah, I, we have a code. Review copy. So uh, yeah, no. I get, uh, you get to slay the KKK in this game, so it must yeah. be a ten out of ten. I mean, for everyone, people have gotten it early. They've some stores have broken release date, etc. And people seem to be enjoying it, but it's hard to judge with any of these kind of open world games until you actually have a lot of time in them. You really don't know what they're really like. Yeah, remember how much the hype uh, No Man's Sky got and how fast that fell? Yeah, I do remember that. That's still going on. People are still upset about that. Still did you catfishing people? Did you notice, uh, Jed? Did you hear about the um, Reddit, the No Man's Sky subreddit issues oh, yeah. that are going on? Yeah, I saw that there was just like a mod through a hissy fit and closed it down, and then the Reddit admin or whatever like talked him back into turning it back on. Yeah, and if you go look at it, it's just like a trash fire right now. Just people complaining about the mods, complaining about the game. Like, here's an idea: just uh, stop. <laughs> like, like yeah. we get it. The game was bad, and it's not what you want. No, no amount of hatred towards anyone is going to change that fact. No. I mean, everyone has oh, yeah. the right to complain, but it, it's it's sad that it asked it got to that point. Do we want to talk about uh, the, the Call of Duty player? Um, well, I mean, we'll just pay our virtual respects to him dying in a car accident. Uh, Philip Klasmanov. Uh, what do gamers do instead of pouring one on the curb? They hold X to pay respects. There yeah. You go. Uh, so he died in a tragic car crash over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Him, his girlfriend, and a friend of theirs were driving. Uh, apparently, he lost control, and his friend died on impact. Ooh. He died in the hospital. Ooh, is it his girlfriend, girlfriend is fine. Huh. Well, she's injured, but, you know. Women are more likely to survive accidents huh. and being shot and stuff than men are. Well. We just experience more pain than you guys do. Neat. This I sounds... learned all about that. Sexism. <laughs> No, it's, we have twice as many nerves, so we all feel more pain, but we're also more likely to survive a lot of things. Weird. And you have twice as many ribs. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, I have some news that we can talk okay, about. Okay, let's hear it. Let's see. Uh, the Gravity Rush 2 got delayed into next year. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, 2017. Some people really love that game. I played the original, and I was like, this is all right. Not it was fan. fine. It was fine. I like that there's a cat I was and say, a person are you named cat. cat. Person? There you the go. gravity cat. That's gravity cat. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd rather people take time to make the game good than rush it out and make it, you know. Yeah, I think I think one one delay usually is not a, an omen, but once you get a game that's like The Last Guardian or Mighty Number no. Nine that gets a ton of delays, that's usually a bad sign. Uh, well, how long has The Last Guardian been in uh, development for? Uh, five um, years now. A million years. A million years. Yeah. I think it's longer than that. It's like a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Speaking a while. of games that weren't good, but maybe are kind of good, ReCore get a, got a demo and an update that fixed the loading time on Xbox. Oh, I heard that was a very big complaint. Uh, apparently, yeah. it was minutes for some people. Yeah. I yeah. Would- 
lose it and whip the controller across your legs. How'd you do you, you reviewed Recore for us, right, Jed? I think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I reviewed it for someone. I, I don't know. Let's just pretend it was us. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I liked Recore a lot. Um, it's just It just feels like one-fourth of a game that's a really good like slice of a game, and then the end is just abrupt and awful. Like oh. the first half is like kind of like Mario sixty four Zelda and Metroid Prime mm. combined. Like not to overhype it, but that's just kind of what it feels like, like a exploration platformer. And then the end, it's like you know what? What if this were like a three D Mega Man with awful repetitive combat and gate locked doors that make you go do side quest? It's just such a weird choice. So do you think then the fifth robot is still not released for it? The one that, you know, is in all the promo shots and stuff that looks like a tank still not out in the game. Jeez. And that's um, Concept that did that game? Or the, the, the studio behind it? They're, yeah, they, I think them and a couple of studios worked on it. But yeah, they were one of the teams. So it's not a good year for Concept then? I, it could have been worse. I mean, for forty bucks, I still liked it a lot. Just well, I mean, that. They did. bucks isn't too bad. Well, Mate, Mighty Number no. Nine this year, and now Recore. Yeah, Mighty Number no. Nine can go die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Was it that bad? I hate that game. Oh, did you back it on Kickstarter? No. Well then, at least you got that. Speaking of backing on Kickstarter, I did back Bloodstained, which got picked up by Five Hundred Five Games. Awesome. Oh. Five Hundred Five are doing. If interesting things are, it's good to see them kind of branching yeah. out and doing. Yeah, they did uh, Abzu, which was pretty fun this year. I liked Abzu; it was neat. Yeah, we're always on the Abzu review on our site. Always. Did you do the Abzu? Did you do the Abzu? Or was that Chris Carter? Wasn't me. Hmm. Just to say it was Chris. Yeah. Did you do the preview? I think I did a preview. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's why. See. Okay. Any other news, Jed? Or do you want to move on to what we've been playing? Oh, one other news piece that's okay. exciting for a lot of people, even though I've never finished the first game, but Beyond Good and Evil is apparently confirmed to be in pre-production today by Ubisoft. Yeah, well, sure. In this one. You know, even though they announced it, what, years ago, and now Three, it's in pre-production? <laughs> that's kind of, that reminds me of, like, Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't remember, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was last E3 where Square Enix showed it, and it was like, pre-alpha footage even though they yep. announced it like years ago yep. but i think it's because they switched engines but still yeah they switched from the um crystal engine over to unreal i don't care i've been waiting a decade for that game hurry up and get here kingdom hearts 3. well that, that was the original game was on ps2 right yes. right wow i'm waiting that seems crazy to me but don't don't forget all the ridiculously long subtitled versions that came out afterwards oh yeah i had like one Drop. second of extra gameplay <laughs> or all the in-between handheld games that made no sense. Such a weird series. I don't. I don't understand how it works that way. It's, it's a. It's a very convoluted story it, that apparently you need to play like eight games to completely understand. Sounds fun. Shall we move on to uh, talking about some of the uh, stuff we've been playing? Actually, we should move on to our ad. We'll okay. be back in a second. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do have a fixin'. Have well, a fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes, five bucks. Dude, five bucks? Five bucks. Five hey, guys, bucks. can I get in on this action? Oh, yes, yeah. you can. Whoa. You know what you have to do? Go what to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa. Whoa. Comic Bento. Get it now. 
And we're back. Isn't that fun? We need a new ad according to Cody, but he's not here to do it because you guys scared him off for voting for Word Pac-Man. Jed, did you vote for who should be hosting the podcast? I think I voted for Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why Cody's not here, Jed. You're part of the problem. Good. It's the more hilarious choice. Not a lie here. Okay, so you've been playing some Gears of War for us, right? Oh, I've played the Gears of War all right. Let's hear what your thoughts on Gears you of War. I, all of I, the Gears. I loved it. I think it's probably the best in the series as far as gameplay goes. Right. Uh, I mean, they, there's a lot of cool new weapons that you know some people might not like them. I mean, they're they're basically like robot versions of guns that already exist. So there's like a shotgun that shoots like super fast, but I think it's treated more like a power weapon in multiplayer. The um, quad barrel one where you can pull trigger one way, then it yes. shoots. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it, I love that gun. It's so much fun. And then there's like a gun that shoots buzz saws, which is just you I know over that. the top and fun. Hilarious. And the uh, I forget the exact name of the the gun, but it shoots like a drill in the air, and then you let go of the trigger. The drop and it drops. Shot? And, yeah, and it drops the uh, drill into their head and explodes. I, full which, full disclosure, I was at um, the coalition about two weeks ago now, so I got to play it just before it went gold. So I'm. I think basically I played the full version, but I didn't actually get to play mo- much of the single player, but I did play all the multiplayer modes along with about two to three hours of the single player. So I have, and then I played a bit last night to kind of get caught up on what's going on. So I have a good enough statement to kind of make, give some comment on this situation as well. I do not. I've never played Gears of War. I'm a Sony person. Boo, get out. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, uh, the camp- Go Viva Pinata. Oh, that game's great. It was on 3DS, too, which is an odd trivia fact. That's weird. But uh, the campaign of Gears of War 4 is not my favorite, which I read the other day, and I don't know how true this is. I, it's probably true, that they had considered like almost making this like a, rema- a remake of the first game. Okay. And it kind of shows in a lot of things that happen in the story, as, as in like... There's a couple of moments that almost feel like they just tried to remake moments that happened in previous Gears mm-hmm. games. And because of that, I feel like it didn't feel as strong. Like it didn't have as much impact, even though it, it should. Yeah. Because of the scenes. Because it was just like, oh, well, this is just like this one thing that happened, which is maybe an homage, but it's too soon for that kind of stuff, I think. And just in general the 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 campaign while it's it, it's fun it's it stays a little bit too long it kind of falls back into like hey hide behind walls and shoot locusts because we need to make this last for 10 hours you got to add some time pad the time but i mean the start of the the first half of the game is great like yeah. there's new enemies that are like these robot enemies i kind of um, like the robots they're yeah i like that it was a nice play. it was a nice twist and then they're like and here's the locusts that spoilers they're in the game. Who would have thought? Well, they're they're not locusts, right? They're like well, kind of. I mean, they're they're basically locusts, they but like, they call them the swarm, and they look a little different. And there's a couple different enemies that they added that are basically just four legged creatures that jump around and annoy you. Yeah, that aren't really fun to fight. Like That's the snatcher the, and the. Um, Pouncer, I believe they're called. Yeah, yeah, they they really went all in with these names. They <laughs> said, "What does it do?" and add er. <laughs> so, but 
the campaign is it's still decent. It's not my favorite campaign, but I, the multiplayer is on point. I love the yeah. multiplayer and the horde mode is great. And I have to say, class based now. The visuals have been ramped up in this version as well. Like I've never seen the characters look this realistic. And Unreal Four, I'm sure, has part of that play to that. Yeah, and they also the the character style of the new characters. They made them look a little less giant muscly even though like some of the old characters do show up and still look that way the newer characters are kind of more proportionate they look like regular people not right walking tanks right um did you find any problems with the game no i mean other than the weak kind of weak campaign mode a little bit i mean which it wasn't that weak it was just not my favorite yeah yeah. kind of uh not the best story though i do love the ending i can't like obviously talk about it no no man, you don't want to spoil I it i love the ending there's a it's a throwback to some leftover stuff from the first trilogy that fans will definitely like and if you are new to the series you're gonna be like i feel like this should be a big reveal and i don't know what i'm seeing is there a lot of um stuff that if you're not a fan of the series you're gonna miss out on in this game um, there's some like surprises, I suppose, that they they build up like really aw- awkwardly that you might m- like n- they might not have as much impact of, right. and they do it they do it two times during the game. They're like, "Hey, we should go ask this person for help," and they literally like talk like that to each other <laughs> instead of like saying the person's name. And then you know it's always like somebody from the o- other games and. Towards the end, they do that like for a long time talking about the same person, and it's just awkward. It's like parents talking in front of a child mm-hmm. and code like, "Hey, let's go do that one thing." So little, and they like won't say what it is. Like, it's just a we. It's just poor writing, well, uh, really. Doesn't everyone love an awkward surprise? <laughs> right. Hey, I. We should ask this dude for help. Is that guy gonna be there? <laughs> Will he show up? Like, it's just. <laughs> It's just not good. So do you feel that um, the new studio achieved the kind of impossible of bringing back another Gears game, which everyone kind of thought was not going to work out? I think they did it. I don't think it was impossible. I think a lot of people got turned off by uh, Judgment, which, you know, was kind of a spinoff. Wasn't that well received. I liked it because it, like, changed the formula a lot. It made a more arcadey feeling. Mm -hmm. And I like the uh, multiplayer mode where you get to play as like different locust creatures and stuff. Right. Which I think this game takes a little bit of influence from as far as like the kind of towery defense stuff and horde mode where you can like drop, uh, you know, little turrets and little uh, Mm -hmm. barbed wire and stuff. But it it feels like one of the old Gears games. Like it feels like a natural progression. Uh, Maybe a little too much like the old Gears games. Like it doesn't really add a whole lot to the to the formula as far as you know basic combat Mm -hmm. goes but in all honesty that's kind of what people want people like to like people like to like point at like call of duty and stuff and be like oh that's the same game every year but that's what people want like if you look at any time a franchise changes like at all people get upset so like halo 4 and 5 people got angry like people get angry when no matter what though you change it to get angry you don't change it to get angry Right, and it seems like more people actually get angry when things change. Yeah. But then you look at things like League of Legends or um, you know, Counter-Strike, games that have been nearly the same for 10 years and they're still going strong. Yeah. So people want more of the same. They just don't want to they don't want to like say that out loud. 
they say it different ways. Like, man, I wish this was more like Halo 2. <laughs> Take that as a hint, Square Enix. I want Kingdom Hearts 3 to be like the previous Kingdom Hearts. Right. Garbage. Hey, hey. You been playing anything else, Jed? What have I been playing? God. It's I've always playing, playing stuff, I'm sure. I am. It's just like... Kind of his People job. don't realize, like... People are like, Jed, what are you playing? I'm like, whatever I'm getting paid to play because I don't have time to play play other stuff. Uh, I just reviewed Yokai Watch 2. Okay, let's hear that because Jordan's not here to give his input about why he thinks it's the best thing ever. Let's hear your oh, review. Well, well, he's wrong. but <laughs> I, um, So I love the first Yokai Watch. And if you guys don't know, it's kind of level five's kind of Pokemon, but it's like all the creatures are either like ghosts of things that died or they could be like possessed or living items that came right. to life, yeah, which I, sounds, sounds dumb, but like Pokemon for adults. Well, it's y- yokai. I mean, yokai way. are just ghosts. So spirits. Yeah, I know. But I've heard you know, I've heard people refer to it though as Pokemon. Fact. No, it's, it's very similar. No, it's, 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 def- it's definitely very kid friendly as far as gameplay mm. and kind of tone. There is a lot of like all the creatures, all the yokai talk, Instead of just like saying their name like Pokemon, so they have a lot more depth, but a lot of them have backstories and stories that are kind of like grim or dark, which is I like, and it's not grim in like a gross way. It's yeah. more like in a Tim Burton Beetlejuicey kind of way, mm-hmm. like where you know it's it's playful and fun. Um, like the main character or the main like recognizable character, I suppose, is Jabanian, which is the orange cat that everyone sees. Yeah, is that a and yokai like his, as well? Right, and his backstory is that. He was crossing the road and got hit by a van, and now he haunts that intersection, waiting for his owner to come back to get him. Oh, that's, that's kind of sad, actually. Yeah, right. And he's a, he's a really fun character. He's kind of like the Pikachu of the series, mm-hmm. and and I like a lot of the yokai. And the first game was pretty solid as far as like not overstaying his welcome. It took like maybe ten hours to finish uh, the combat is the same in the sequel. So you get six yokai, put them on your watch and then they're on the bottom screen and you can rotate that okay, whenever man. you want. And they, they auto attack. And the only th- interaction you really have to do uh, other than rotating them is you can do their Sultimate attack, which they have like a cooldown on. So when you do that, you just have to pick them and then there'll be like a little touchscreen mini game that pops up on the bottom screen. Right. And then they also get inspirited, which basically means they can't do their Sultimate or build energy for it. And you have to like rotate them off and then do a little mini game to clear that. So the, the, a lot of the kind, well, in that sense, I mean, they're auto attacking while you do this. Um, A lot of it is going to be team composition, what matters. So there's like six or so different types of yokai. And if you, put them side by side they get like added perks and things and there's like support yokai that just do healing and things of that nature so it's more about like team composition okay. than it is about like you know manually doing attacks like pokemon and stuff would be but as far as the sequel goes the sequel seems to me this is what i think happened the Japanese players seem to like games and JRPGs that last a long time and can be a bit grindy. And the first game was definitely not that you could finish it in like a day if you wanted to. And the sequel lasts probably about double the length, but there's a lot of things in the sequel that kind of hold it back because it 
does things deliberately that feel deliberate to extend the playtime artificially. So there's like a ton of fetch quest in between all the story missions that you have to do, even though they're kind of related to the story missions, but they're like, these are side quests, even though they, they directly relate, but there's a bunch of fetch quests that you have to do. And that's like a majority of the quests in this game. Like the first game had a few fetch quests, but this one is like a majority of your game is like, Hey, go talk to this character and go get him an item, and then you walk all the way back. I can't stand that. Yeah, I I really hate fetch quests, which is a shame because otherwise, I mean, the world is way bigger. There's a lot more yokai. There's a lot more character in, in the characters that are there. The story is more interesting. It's just they have so much filler in fetch quests. And the other main issue with the game is there's a stupid um, stamina meter when you're in the overworld, when you're moving around that you you can run for a short period of time and then you have to let it build back up, which seems just there just to extend the playtime. It feels like some sort of weird like mechanic of a free-to-play game. Kind of, in a sense. And then there's there's like an unlockable bike in the first one, which you get pretty early on, and you get it very late in this one. And the bike has a stamina meter on it as well now. And on top of that, there is a train system where you have to hop on a train and ride it from station to station. In between, there can either be battles or it can just be dialogue. Or sometimes your characters literally just sat there for 30 seconds or up to a minute, depending on which train you get on. And it's just filler. Yeah. So, I mean, if they if they would have like made it a more tight experience, more focused, it Mm -hmm. would have been a far better game. I think the first game is better. As far as gameplay and, you know, being a more tight product than this one. But, I mean, it's still not a terrible game. It's just not... A great game. A a great game, yeah. And and that, like... I don't like to say that because I really like Yokai. I like the universe and the characters and and the movies coming out soon. Limited release in, like, a few days. Elias will be reviewing that next week. Yeah, I'm going to go check that out, too, but... Yeah, it's just, it's not a great game, but I love everything else about it. Fair enough. You been playing anything else? Hmm. I don't know what have you guys been playing. I'll think. I haven't been playing anything, but I watched uh, the Warcraft movie. How'd that you movie like the... is a mess. I know. It's horrible. It's a huge, huge mess. Uh, I, don't, I guess I'll say spoiler alert just in case you haven't seen the Warcraft movie. Don't bother. But it's the one, the story is all over the place. There are characters there that really don't need to be there. What's with the baby orc? Like, oh, it's it's for the what? next game. It's, it's yeah. Is that all that was? Is the set of the next movie? Yeah. It seems so stupid. They didn't even get rid of the guy they were trying to get rid of. Just I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> I thought at least it'd be pretty to look at, which it kind of was. But why do they have an orc that basically looks like a human with pointy ears and fangs? Well, How'd she turned out to look like that. That doesn't make any sense. Because She's just there for because sex she, it was um, an orc had sex with a human, and that made that. Is that what happened? Yes, it, it's I alluded don't to. Ever saying that in Medivh, the movie? The um, Guy that Ben Foster's character had, he says, I once visited the orcs and had yeah, some he dalliances. Says that, but is that, does that imply that she is? Yes, that's his all daughter. She says, is, I was the one to the litter. They killed her mom for it. I was like, okay. That was so let father. me get this straight. There's an interspecial relationship. Yes. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I need to watch. Also, this. the main character. Oh my God, Jed, who, don't watch it. But you really don't need to. It's not. The story good. jumps all. Like, there's no, there's no rhythm, there's no flow. It is just. I just love that there's some scenes that are like 12 seconds. They're like in a scene like, we should go there. Okay, jump on a griffin, fly away. 
Like, that was, watching the Griffin fly was the best part because you got to see all the beautiful landscape. <laughs> all the, the computer-generated landscapes. I thought, no, it can't be as bad as people are saying it is because I'll watch oh, crap movies and be able to en- get enjoyment out of it. No, no. Also, no. I love how none of the human characters seem to care that they're in the scenes. So some of them are leaning on things. Some of them look like they're bored. Some of them look like they're sleeping half the time. I think they didn't even know what was happening. I, was it? We read it that... I want to say it was Helen Mirren, but it might not. They tried to get someone for it, and she couldn't make sense of the script and had no idea what was happening, so she turned down the role. <laughs> I was like, I don't blame you, dude. Uh, I've been playing some of the Modern, modern, uh, modern Warfare remaster. And? It's okay. It's fine. I, do you like Modern Warfare and you want better graphics? No. Then don't buy this <laughs> game. <laughs> that that goes back to what I was saying about people wanting the same thing. Which, oh, I don't want any of it. Which I, 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 I heard that you to the uh, Modern Warfare, you have to have the disc for Infinite Warfare. I mean, it's, there was some fine print where if you don't, after a certain time when the game's released, if you do not have the disc, it will not work. All I want is zombies. That's on the That's Infinite the Warfare disc. That's the only thing I want. I hate Call of Duty. I just want to shoot 80 zombies in an amusement park. That okay. They, they made Left 4 Dead, too, a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, it was... And Left 4 Dead was just okay. The second one was just okay. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's go over to an interview we did at X16, and then we'll be right back. Um, so... Uh, I played Outlast 2, um, and it scared me. Thank you for that. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that. What was some of the psychology that went into uh, creating the type of scares that you were going for with Outlast? Well, I mean, it's uh, making our game is really difficult because it's once you know what's going to happen as a developer, it's hard to scare yourself. So uh, at first you got to trust your instincts and then do a lot of playtests. Uh, I think uh, you know from watching a lot of horror movies. Uh, at some point, it comes uh, it comes naturally to find the right pacing, and uh, and th- this time with Outlast 2, one thing we wanted to, to do different. The first one was really visceral horror in your face kind of horror, and we still want to do that, but we wanted to add uh, layers of death, so and uh, mess with the player's mind. So the, it's going to be part of the experience to understand what's happening to your character in this one. While the first one was about one guy stuck in an environment and uh, just try to get out of there, this one is tr- you're trying to uh, find and save your wife, but at the same time understanding what's happening to yourself and how it relates to uh, these people living there who think the end of times will come uh, when the sun comes up. Um, one of the mechanics I saw that I thought was really unique to a lot of other horror games that I have watched other people play, because I'm not a horror game person myself, but um, was the fact that you guys are... Um, it's through the eye of the camera that you see most of the scary things that are going on. Um, why, why that choice? I think, uh, well, when we started working on the first Outlast, uh, we quickly decided that we wanted to use night vision. And uh, we, after watching a, a clip that I think it was called Robert Johnny by the FX Twins, and a really, really freaky video. And uh, that was our starting point. But then we started figuring out, so what justifies the use of night vision? What character has night vision? And we didn't want to do a soldier, a cop, or any of those guys. We really wanted somebody that uh, uh, made sense to have night vision, but at the same time not be the kind of the person who would be ready for combat and would be uh, really proactive about the threat. So 
we just uh, that's why we came uh, with a, a character that would be a, a journalist and it would make sense for him to have a camcorder and, and that camcorder have night vision so that was pretty much the uh, the, uh, the decision process that led us to uh, to the camcorder in that vision well, it was, it was definitely an extra layer <laughs> of, of intensity, especially uh, when you, part of the object, objectives that you have are to just run around and find batteries. So when your camera dies, you can't see anything. So was that intentional with that as well? Yeah, I think it's a, it creates a lot of stress. Uh, and uh, so when you know that your, battery, uh, your camcorder is getting out of batteries, you know, you're you start uh, becoming anxious to find new batteries, and that's the the emotion that puts you on edge. And once you're on that edge, anything we throw at you is going to make you uh, make you scream or make you jump. So it's a, uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's all about making the player feel powerless, but also um, in a position where nothing feels safe. Like just opening a door it doesn't feel safe. You don't know what's going to be on the other side of that door. Excellent. So um, you were just saying that um, you recently just pushed back your release date. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we just uh, the game is a lot bigger than the first one. And so since we're uh, still a small team, uh, there's things that uh, we, uh, we, we need to polish. Uh, and the specialty scripted events, that, those are the kind of things that uh, require uh, a lot of different departments, sound, design, and animation. So that's why they take a little bit more time. And we... I mean, the first one, we had to ship it before running out of money. And fortunately, uh, this time it's not the case. So uh, we want to make sure we release the game we envision. Yeah, and I'm sure the fans will definitely <laughs> appreciate that for sure. And you said it was going to be released sometime in 2017? Yeah, early 2017, Q1. Excellent. And it's going to be available on Xbox One and PC? And PS4 as well. Oh, very good. All right. Well, Philippe, thank you so much for speaking to me about this. I really appreciate it. It was really great. And we're back. We're just wrapping up here. Yes. Um, we want to thank Jed for joining us. Yes, thank you so much, Jed. You can go back I to the it. dark corners of CGM now, Jed. I will. I'll be there lurking in the comments, making people angry. Yes. Where can people find your work, Jed? They can find me on the internet. Yay, what's your Twitch handle? Uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv backslash Jed05, Jed05 on Twitter. And then you can uh, check out my blog where I, if I remember to update it, I put links back to all my work since I write for a few outlets, which is dinosexual.com. <laughs> I still need to get dinosexual.cool just to be the, the coolest. What about dinosexual.game? Dot game? No. <laughs> Video games are bad. So. I, keep, I keep getting emails about the dot game domain. That's a Major thing? companies are using the dot game. Yeah, I think, I think I've gotten those too. And I was like, I don't care about this at all. This right. is not a news story at all. Like, Halo.game was taken by Microsoft, so it points to the Bing page. I'm like, no one's typing in Halo.game. No right. one. Ever. They might be no. typing in Halo.game. Yeah, but no one's typing in Halo.game in the Google and seeing what happens. I'm going to do it now. Just it it, it links to the Bing page. It's not exciting. It sounds horrible. It is exciting because Bing is the best. Isn't it? Isn't it though? No. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of just there. Um, you can find Mel. Where can you find Mel? Have you taken over the hosting duties? Ah. Uh, Are we just switch off? Are you trying to fight? 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 <laughs> What's fine? He can take. I'll disappear next week, and Cody will disappear, and Phil will disappear, and it'll just be you. Me and worried Pacman just sitting. You and worried Pacman. <laughs> I'd listen to that. I don't think anyone would listen to that. Uh, I'm Kicks in Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N, Chaos on Twitter. I do not have a Twitch or a YouTube. I work on a YouTube, but it's not running yet. Okay. And it's going to have very, 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 very little to do with gaming. 
It's going to be dolls, isn't it? No, not dolls. Oh, what is is it makeup? Horror? Is it going to be? Oh, God, no. It's going to be horror and toys. Okay, neat. Horror makeup? Horror makeup. There's a lot of people that do this stuff. Uh, and you can find me at bfry 26 on most things because I'm horror lazy. Horror makeup, Jed. Horror makeup. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, Jed, for joining us. <laughs> Hooray. I did it. Also, did. oh yes, cgmagonline.com, our YouTube channel, cgmagonline. And we also are giving away... A code for Gears of War 4. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Yeah. The Ultimate Edition. So it includes all the other stuff. Like, Visit I think it includes all the previous games. Is that right? I think all of the versions right now include that. But yeah, and all the previous games, a bunch of uh, free packs that give you cosmetics for multiplayer. Yeah. All kinds of you get early access to the new maps when they come out. And the it, and it basically gives you the season pass, right? Yeah. So cgmagonline.com for that. And all you have to do to enter is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Super easy. So easy. So easy. Click the button. Click the button. Woo. Click the button. Straight from Jed Whitaker. Click the button.